0: In basically one prompt, you have a very good template for your show notes, and Mm -hmm. you can do that with YouTube videos. We've taken outlines from YouTube videos and turned them into blog posts or generated Mm -hmm. new YouTube ideas from what already existed. Like, there's so many possibilities Mm -hmm. that you can do with it, but again, it's part of the paid version, and a lot of people give up because they aren't impressed with the free version. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy. That's insane. That gives me a lot of ideas. <laughs> it, it, once you, and once you turn that on, you can't turn it off. I think that's, that's what I'm
1: scared of. That's what I'm scared I think of. I that's probably
0: part of the problem Mark and I have is we've we've flipped that switch and now yeah. we can't turn it off. You're, you're in at too AI.
1: deep now, man. <laughs> Welcome back to All oh My Pod. Today's guest is Nick Nalbach. He's a seasoned podcaster, podcast coach, and a leader in leveraging AI technology for content creation. Having hosted the 9.5 podcast and worked with numerous podcasters, Nick brings first-hand knowledge of the industry's challenges and opportunities to Next Gen Podcaster, a community he co-founded with Mark Ronick. The mission? Helping creators harness the power of AI to streamline their work and unlock new creative potential. This was a super cool episode. We dove into a bunch of specific tools that people can use for their podcast, uh, AI tools, of course, and also talked a lot about how ChatGPT actually works for a lot more than you'd think like there's a lot of ways that you can get better at using chat gpt and prompts that you can use and all sorts of things so if you tried chat gpt and you kind of gave up on it because you thought well it doesn't really work then listen to this episode and hear what nick has to say because it's really interesting anyways enjoy the episode hey nick welcome to the show we're really happy to have you here
0: Thank you guys. I'm pumped to be here. Anytime I get a chance to come and talk podcasting, I'm I'm like all in. So I'm I'm pumped for today.
1: Yeah, we're all nice. kind of a little bit nerdy when it comes to that type of stuff, I think. Yep. Everybody <laughs> is when it's when you get to talk about your uh the intricacies the intricacies of your industry, especially one that's not talked about so much. Like we're in, we're in a bit of a a niche industry producing podcasts. Mm. Yeah, and it, it, but it's getting popular. People are yes. starting oh to pay attention God, yeah. now. <laughs> yeah oh my oh, gosh yeah. people so well selena and i were actually just talking uh we're researching some ideas for episodes just with me and her like solo episodes mm-hmm. duo episodes i guess uh yeah. and one of the ones that we were looking at was why are people why are like really really uh famous important people paying like paying a lot of time spending a lot of time going on to podcasts as guests like um rfk um who else were we talking about
2: um,
1: um paul saladino like j- just yeah really you were big, ta- like, the guy that you read the people. book off uh oh yeah dan martell like just yeah huge people who whose like time is worth a lot of money like a ton of money and it's very important they're spending mm-hmm. their time going on podcasts mm-hmm. like rfk i actually don't really know his politics very much but whether you agree with him or not he's going on to like joe rogan he's been on to like uh, Jordan Peterson's podcast, like several different shows, and that's mm-hmm. what they're spending their time doing. So it, it must it must be getting more and more important because the highest level of people are actually taking their valuable time and going, spending it, traveling and to be on podcasts.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had a person, so I used to host the 9-5 podcast. That was like my show, and I've yep. since discontinued that. But I had a guest on the show that had talked about like building authority in your industry and he talked about being an author and podcasting as two of the biggest ways to build authority in your niche Mm -hmm. because like people are afraid to do it. They see other people out there doing it and they're like, wow, that guy's putting in the work or that girl's putting in the work. Like that's where like they must do something. They must be an expert in something. And yeah, whether you're podcasting or writing a book, it's like, yeah, that's, it's not an easy thing to do. So I, I don't, it doesn't surprise me, I guess is what I'm getting at, that mm-hmm, a lot more people are sense. getting involved in it. Plus you're reaching a a lot more catered to audience. Like exactly. the people listening trust the hosts. That's why they listen yeah. to the show. Of course. And when you can tap into that trusting audience, an engaged audience, like that's that's gold for anybody that's trying to sell, promote, um, provide value. Like it it's I'm I'm in love with podcasting because of that.
2: Same yeah, here. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if also another thing is that um in a podcast or if you write your own book, you're maybe more you're able to say whatever you want. Whereas
1: yeah, your beforehand
2: people might have gone onto TV, and I think TV has a lot more restrictions and what what you can say and what you can't say. Well,
1: time restriction too. You get a little slot, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: But also like what you can talk about. I think there's a lot of censorship, whereas podcasting, I think maybe not yet. Hopefully it's not going to happen too badly. But like, I feel like it's not such a censored m- medium.
0: Yeah, that, that is a that's a great point. Even if it's yeah. not censored, it's how it's chopped up. Yeah. It might totally. change your yeah. message entirely.
2: <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. Yeah.
1: I just had to uh, close my door because Celine is in the other room. And I can hear her coming through <laughs> Whoops. the, uh, the benefits of, or not the benefits, I guess, of working, uh, together in a tiny apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but Nick, like I, I found you on Instagram and there's a lot of people who make content about, um, about like the type of work they do. Like if they're a, a social media marketer or a, a coach of some kind, like they, a lot of people make all sorts of content about what they do. But your content that you're making about what you do seems like you spend a lot more time than the average person making these reels damn good because I could watch every single one of them, learn something new right there on the spot. Your editing is on point. Everything is super, super clean. And I was just like uh, semi-blown out of the water of after watching a lot of your stuff on there. So first of all, if anybody is interested in hearing about ai and how it applies to podcasting but also not just podcasting sort of it, it, there's also some some broader stuff like that that you could um take from your content as well but nick on instagram um we'll link that in the show notes amazing content and just like briefly talk about like what you're doing on instagram what is next gen podcaster what is this list this massive list of ai tools like all this super valuable stuff at just the right time like just kind of Give us the rundown of that. Well, first
0: off, thank you. I you have no idea how much that means you talking about the Instagram content, because yeah, I've put in a lot of work and it's gotten a lot easier as I've learned it. But that was a big jump for me getting into the video stuff. So it's it's nice hearing that. I really appreciate that. Of course. Um, yeah. As, as far as myself and next gen Podcaster, um, I got into the podcasting space in 2020, the whole pandemic, part of the pandemic podcaster group. I didn't realize it at the time. I heard people talking about it. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense why people would do that. I was like, wait, I did that. Kind of Kind of how I got into it, but that was like my first kind of foray into content creation. I was doing like blog posts and things like that, but I always wanted to be on camera, video content, audio content, and video scared, scared me to death. So I was like, I could do podcasts where it's just audio. Like no one has to see me turning beat red while I'm trying to record this stuff. (laughs) Like it it seemed like an easy barrier to entry compared. Um, and just kind of really fell in love with the medium. I started meeting some really awesome people, having some really great conversations, learning a ton. That was another kind of piece. What? I love podcasting so much Is like I went out there to share people's stories, but I was selfishly taking in so much knowledge and learning from people who have done the things that I want to do. And it was like, this is a gold mine. Like I would have to pay somebody for this kind of information. Yeah. They're just coming and talking to me for free about it. Like that's right. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I, yeah, I agree with that. Totally. And then fast forward to all this AI stuff. That's where next gen podcaster kind of came into the fold. Uh, my business partner, Mark and I, we, started playing with all this stuff like just before chat gpt came out actually we were dabbling in some of the ai and then chat gpt hit and it was like everyone's heads exploded like oh so you were doing this, this
1: before chat gpt
0: yeah there were several tools out there that were using open technology so open ai for anyone listening open ai is the creator of chat gpt mm-hmm. they had Previous versions of it that weren't quite as powerful. You couldn't actually chat with it like you can now. And these companies were building software like AI, this generative stuff that you're seeing now with that technology. And it was okay. It wasn't great by any means, but that's kind of what powers behind Jasper. Jasper was out well before ChatGPT ever hit the scene. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And as soon as ChatGPT hit, it was like, holy crap, what is this stuff? And we saw a huge opportunity here. Because it was started it was helping us with content creation, it was helping us with ideas we were able to generate like physical things from it that directly benefit us as creators or mm-hmm. like podcasters need to be using this in some form or fashion, podcasters need to be using this, so we went like deep into AI like taking a look at all these different tools. We're on so many freaking beta lists, I can't even tell you right now and just figuring out ways that we can take advantage of this technology because it's really clear that it's not going to go anywhere. It's evolving at an extreme rate. Yeah. And if we can't keep up with it to some extent, we're going to get left way behind because by the time you get on board with it, it's already going to be 50 iterations beyond and you're going to be really, it's going to be a really difficult time trying to catch up and, understand how this stuff works so we kind of wanted to build this community where we could show people how it's working how we're using it like we don't consider ourselves ai experts or anything like that but we're using the stuff every day and when we can find ways to use it we're going to pass that along to our community members and anybody who wants to learn how to use it as well so where is this community where is it hosted so it's it's like our own private community okay Um, we we do have a, a morning clubhouse every morning Monday through Friday. Clubhouse still exists, right? <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah. we we host like a more general podcasting room there. Okay, and then yeah, we built a private community. It's on okay. our own website, so if you just go to nextgenpodcaster.com, like it's almost like our own social media site, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Nice. you can go so you in there Just pay, all kinds to be, of pay to be part of it, or yeah, um, you can get a one month free trial. So come in there, you can see what kind of resources we have in there. We do monthly meet-up mastermind sessions, or we kind of show everyone what we're working on, what we're playing with, how we're incorporating it, and then people can share what they're doing, if it's something different, because we're all kind of at this learning stage, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're learning together, yeah. Yep, exactly. So kind of a nice little group collective for us to test, play with things, throw ideas out there, see what's possible, what isn't possible. Um, And then just a ton of resources as well.
1: Yeah, that's super cool. So people will link that as well. Link it, show note writers. Make sure to link that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so like talking about AI tools, we are as business owners, and I think that this applies to pretty much every single industry right now. We are really, really curious slash scared about AI. Not scared that it will take over our jobs, but scared that we will miss something that could be saving us massive amounts of pain and massive amounts of time. Oh my God. Scared yeah. that we'll miss something like that and do it ourselves while everybody else is using some other thing that we're not, you know, that we don't really know about. Mm-hmm. So going down that kind of rabbit hole. So if a, if a person was listening to this and they, we, they were launching their podcast right now, or they already had a podcast with, let's say 20 episodes or even 50 episodes, maybe a hundred and they're looking to make improvements to their process. They're looking to save more time. Maybe they're looking to outsource certain things. What are three of the most powerful tools that a podcaster can use for their podcast right now? And not in like in any kind of way. Like it could be for writing or for audio or anything. Like what are the top? What are your favorite things right now? You said you've been doing all this research, so I'm really curious.
2: Mm-hmm. Me too.
1: I. I I think the obvious one
0: is chat GPT, the one that we just mentioned already. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point I
1: I'm using it every single day. If, so, but, if, but what, like, what is, how, like are, are people using it the wrong way? A lot of times or not getting the most out of it.
0: I, I mean, I don't think people are, it's not that they're using it the wrong way. It's that they're not giving it a chance. I think the biggest thing that I've noticed with people who use it is they'll immediately dismiss it and say it, it gives you crap results. Like you Mm -hmm. don't, you don't get any good answers out of it. Like, why are people obsessed with this thing? Why do people keep talking about it? Mm -hmm. And like, it took a lot of playing with it and really understanding how to create prompts for it and realize like, we have to give this thing backup information for one. We can't just tell it to generate a podcast outline for me because you've just opened up the world of ideas for a podcast episode. Like we need to be Mm -hmm. very hyper focused and targeted but then understanding if chat gpt doesn't give us the answer we want we can still we can tweak things we can ask it okay i didn't like that i want you to do it this way and maybe incorporate xyz into yeah, this exactly. next answer okay so it's like you're mm-hmm. continuing a conversation it's like if i went to justin and said hey man can you write show notes pages for my podcast episode okay you know what a show notes page is, but you could take that a million different directions. And, it and then you come you back and say, yeah. here you go, Nick, here's the show notes page. And I'm like, this is garbage. I'm never going to Justin again mm-hmm. versus me saying, Hey, Justin, I'm looking for my top three main points that I cover in this episode. I want a time stamped like highlights that happened in here. And then I want you to include the resources and links that we mentioned in the episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're going to have a lot more clear idea of what to do with that. And when you bring it back to me, I'm gonna be like, okay, perfect. We need to treat ChatGPT the same way, and not just give up on it if it if it spits out something wrong because it will screw up a lot of times. It's just a matter of reasking the question, and then it gets it right the second time. Like, it,
2: yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it's the same same thing when people started learning to use computers. It's not about the computer being stupid, but you're not. You're not speaking the computer's language like the yeah, you have to know how to use the computer. And the same thing goes for ChatGPT. You n- need to know how to word things for it to work. Yeah. Optimally. And so that's definitely going to take some learning, and that's very important to to remember. It's not ChatGPT that is at fault necessarily, but it's actually you not knowing how to use it properly.
0: And yeah. To to add on to that as well, I mean I think the other side of people that don't want to use it, that say it's it's garbage, it's trash, is they're expecting a perfect, polished product out of whatever they ask. Mm-hmm. So just continuing on the show notes thing, if I tell it to generate show notes, I'm specific with it, and I'm still not happy, where there's things that I would change, not being like, okay, this is trash, like maybe I only had to reword a couple things or switch some stuff around or add my own voice into it, like right. things like that, that should be something you're doing anyway. Even mm-hmm. if you hired a writer, you're gonna review it. You're gonna edit it down a little bit if you feel like it needs to be changed. It's it's not a magic bullet, but it's gonna get you eighty to ninety percent of the way there, which yeah. is eighty to ninety percent of the time you can be spending networking, finding new guests for your show, finding sponsors, monetizing, advertising. Like there's so many better things you could be doing with your time yeah. than writing a two thousand word show notes page.
2: Of and, course
1: like yeah, you know what i mean? Yeah, i know exactly what you mean. 100%. And so uh, that's number 1. That's funny because everybody knows about the, well, not everybody, but a lot of people know about that, but i agree. i think that there's a certain amount of training that people should be ready to to do before giving up on chat gpt. There oh, like 100%. It's, it's like you said it's not it's not just like google where you can just play, plug something in and get get a bunch of responses like you you want to you want to kind of learn the 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 way it works a little bit before mm. giving up on it and so any that's other good,
2: software you do it.
1: Yeah. That's, that's good advice. Really good right? advice. Um, yeah. Sorry, Nick, you were going to say something. No, I, I was just gonna say, I mean, with chat GPT,
0: it, it does feel like a lot at the beginning. And that's again, part of the reason we started next gen podcast was like, let's make this thing easy yeah. and digestible. But I mean, a lot of people are dabbling with the, the chat GPT, like 3.5, the free version of it. Right. And if if you're giving up after the free version, like, you need to at least try a month of the paid version. Like, it is a night and day difference. Oh, really? The the additional feature, just the plugins, and now they just introduced this new thing called Code Interpreter. Like, those two pieces alone make ChatGPT
1: so much more valuable than what people are actually realizing. So maybe try the paid version of ChatGPT because it's remarkably better? Yes, absolutely. Just.
0: As an example, so Code Interpreter, it essentially allows you to upload files to ChatGPT. So one way that we've been using it is we're taking transcripts. So we take an episode transcript, we load it into ChatGPT, rather than us copying and pasting and it saying, well, you can only take half the transcript or a quarter of the transcript. like You can upload the document and say, all right, I want you to give me a summary of this transcript, and I want you to put it in this format, like In basically one prompt, you have a very good template for your show notes. And Mm -hmm. you can do that with YouTube videos. We've taken outlines from YouTube videos and turned them into blog posts or generated Mm -hmm. new YouTube ideas from what already existed. Like, there's so many Mm -hmm. possibilities that you can do with it. But, again, it's part of the paid version. and A lot of people give up because they aren't impressed with the free version. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy. That's insane. That gives me a lot of ideas. <laughs> it, it, once you, and once you turn that on, you can't turn it off. I think that's, that's what
1: I'm scared of. That's what I'm scared I that's of. That's probably
0: part of the problem Mark and I have is we've, we've flipped that switch and now yeah. we can't turn it off. We're you're you're in at too AI.
1: deep now, man. <laughs> you, you built a business around it. You're, you're done now. The AI is
0: fully <laughs> engulfed into our brains and sucked us in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's number one. What about number two? So, number two, I would say
0: ChatGPT, I feel like it was more of a, it's broader, it covers a lot of different people's okay. use cases. Um, Definitely. One of the big ones that people are, like, freaking out about and as far as podcasters go is Capshow. And kind of a a similar type of concept where you give it some information and it spits it out, only it is tailored towards podcasters. Okay. So... In this case, you would upload your podcast episode, whether that's an MP3 file or whatever it is, and it will actually go through and take care of everything for you. Like, you don't even have to really prompt it at all. You just, it'll spit out a transcript, it'll generate a show notes description, maybe some episode titles for you, some social media posts, some suggested social media posts. Like, all of this content mm-hmm. just basically comes right at you as soon as you upload the MP3 file. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. That's I've, sick. I've, I've, it It is sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for sure, I I think the, the the caveat to that and why I kind of refrain from using them is because I like the flexibility of Chat GPT mm-hmm. over a Cap Show. With Cap Show, you kind of get what you get. There's no right. continuing the conversation, saying I like this, but make it more like this or give it a
1: more professional mm-hmm.
0: tone. Like you're just kind of left
1: with what you have. So it sounds like to me that that tool may be for the type of person who is an indie podcaster who doesn't have a lot of time who might as well use that rather than using nothing like it's right. better than it's it's better than going and doing it yourself or it's better than nothing but it's not mm-hmm. going to be to the level of like you know a plus show production yeah yeah that's, that's what i'm kind of gleaning from that for and
2: for sorry
1: no go ahead sorry i'm <laughs>
2: Uh, for the for the copywriting, we've just like I made our assistant do some research because I found a few tools and have like gotten better and stuff like that. And I think that was m- the main concern with all the other tools compared to the one that we're using, which is Pot Squeeze, which we've right. had the creators mm-hmm. on uh, on the podcast actually recently. Have you heard of PodSqueeze? Um, PodSqueeze
0: is a new one to me. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, uh, they're from they're in, yeah.
2: Portugal. Um, and so the cool thing about that is that you can go in. And edit it right in the software, and you can also—they have like an integrated like kind of Chat GPT, so you can tell them like make this more blah 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 blah. For so that's everything. something that okay. our like my assistant checked the free um, versions of a few other tools like that, and she said like none of these tools offer that, and so we're definitely sticking with the one that we are currently using. So yeah,
0: that okay, that is that's unique a lot yeah. of so i mean add,
1: there's i'll just add one thing before you comment on that nick cuz just to build on that like it gives you like you said like titles blog post tweet yeah. linkedin article uh everything there no, and no, then each time... each sorry yeah, each stamps, block everything has uh the option to use chat gpt's like to use open ai or whatever to um to change each block and then once you change it you can save the the prompts for your future episodes and you can organize your episodes based on shows so you can have the voices saved for each of those different things based on each show so that mm-hmm. is kind of like the elite um yeah. feature there but sorry anyways continue with what you're going to say there that
0: that sounds awesome like that is the one yeah. thing because there's several tools out there like cap show um there's like dub media is one of them heard of yeah. Dub media yeah and, I, and i've played with that one it's very similar it just it gives you what it gives you right mm-hmm. um
2: yeah um i've recently looked at summarize with like ai in it summarize. summer AIs. Oh, okay yeah. sorry yeah
1: that's <laughs> no, okay
2: and that one's kind of cool as well but that also like doesn't have those features that we really like but the cool thing about that one is that it actually like researches your guest and gives you like a bio of the guest and all of that stuff which is insanely cool
1: Whoa, um so great. um
2: that one i liked for that fact and the pot squeeze i like for everything else um we we still have copywriters but Because like you need the people to like use it and to tweak it and and so on and so forth, they can Mm -hmm. just now work on four times more podcasts than before.
1: Yeah, right. Like like you said, Nick, like that last twenty percent, like it 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 gets you eighty percent of the way. Sometimes more, sometimes less. But that last percent still requires the human expertise. And if you don't have that and you're just using the AI, that's what that's what you're talking about. Like how indie podcasters. Uh, there's that last bit of quality that that's missing from those those softwares and stuff, so <laughs> yeah
0: mm-hmm. and I mean we've with nextche podcaster like we've gotten pretty deep into like all sorts of different content creation because of what a i has been able to do for us, yeah right um I had pretty much given up on blogging when I went to podcasting, but it, i was kicking myself because of the s e o benefit like your ability to show exactly, up in search yeah. engines of course right. And when these tools came out, it was like, huh, I could use Chat GPT to do the, the majority of my writing, the time-consuming part of it, and I can just go and be the editor of my own blog, Wait. and that's really allowed us to, like, we're putting out blog posts regularly mm-hmm. that have been initially generated with GPT, but then ultimately we're injecting ourselves back into the articles, cleaning it up whatever yeah, of course. But we're pumping out several articles a week. Whereas mm-hmm. before when I, with my old podcast, I would maybe get an article like once every two weeks or something like that, just because I hated the writing process right. and it would take me so long to just get my thoughts out. Right. And now it's like, you can went out in like an hour, hour and a half with some very quality in-depth editing.
2: Oh 100%. Right. I, and t- to me I always say this, but because my mother tongue is not English, this has literally saved my life because <laughs> to me it like it took me five times the amount of time that it took Justin and I was trying to do the LinkedIn article and like the LinkedIn newsletter or whatever and those things, but it would take me an insane amount of time and I was just saying this is not worth it. But now with chat, it's like it's completely different. Like I go in and make the edits, but it like has taken away that deficiency that I had in the language completely.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. I, I've
0: heard that from a lot of people where yeah. English isn't their like first language, mm-hmm. that it's been just a lifesaver for them oh, yeah. in that regard. And it, mm-hmm. it's so cool because it's not a it's not podcast specific. Like it's very human specific.
2: Totally. It's a very yes, human problem
0: and issue with yes, percent
2: yeah, because I'm fine speaking, but it's different to write an article than than speaking yeah. to somebody in a conversation. Well, and the article for... needs to have a different type of like, you know, just it's worded different a lot of the time or better or uses words that I don't think about because it's not my mother tongue. So right. it's insane. But like you said, you need to do those things. You need to write the blog. You need to do, yeah. Yeah. You just all you're,
1: I mean, all you're trying to do is get, your message to the most amount of people because you yeah. think that you can help those people and so mm-hmm. ai is it's not like oh now i can like save save money by like you know outsourcing all this or i mean that is an element of it but the main element is like using tools like this will help you reach more people and if you have a uh, a message that helps people then this is just a way to better foster that i guess is where i'm trying to go with that yeah 100%. Um, like AI, there's a lot of like negative aspects of of ai that people really kind of hone in on um mm-hmm. and but i do think that something like this is if you wouldn't be writing blog posts at all then there's a certain amount of people who your blog posts now help that would have not gotten that information had you not had the tools so mm-hmm. um 100%. yeah yeah and then the so i guess the second one you you mentioned uh I already forget the name. What was it again? Cap- it was
0: called Cap Show.
1: Cap Show. And then but then we also oh. talked about Pod Squeeze. so let's call that like a two in one. And Pod Squeeze, we actually did a whole episode with it because we we interviewed yeah. the founders. Um oh, they're, yeah. nice. really, okay. they're a really cool like startup uh mm-hmm. duo from Portugal. They had done like ten plus projects that had completely bombed and like they're they're literally like um I forget what it's called, but uh whatever it is when like like just a serial entrepreneur, just like trying software things over and over yeah. again until finally this one's stuck and they, they passed 100K monthly or revenue or whatever. And then it's, they finally hit the, the the one and they made an awesome product. So anyways, that's another episode from before. I think that was two or no, when this comes out. Anyways, whatever. Um, so number, number three, that's always confusing trying to <laughs> think so back because it's like, well, today, yes, it was two episodes <laughs> ago, but when does but this then, one come out? I got to exactly. ask our VA. <laughs> Yeah, okay, anyways. And
2: what is the third one that you would mention, like the third tool?
0: So th- this is where I was getting tough because one of them isn't technically an AI tool, but it has saved me an insane amount of time. Okay. And then the other one is entirely an AI tool, and you guys might be familiar with this one, but it's called Opus Clip. Yeah,
1: yeah. yes, absolutely. Have you
0: guys yeah, played I've with that? Yeah, just tweaking yes.
2: around with that, yeah.
0: Yes. I, I just started playing with it for the first time. Cause I, I've played mm-hmm. with tools very similar to it. And mm-hmm. yeah. Because like, it just, it seems like it pulls randomness out of your episodes. Yeah. Right. And I used it for a YouTube video that we created, like ran that video through mm-hmm. and I was blown Same. away. Right. Like some yeah, of the I really stuff that came it. it was mm-hmm. really good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that, that right now for me, like I was, because I was so blown away, I don't have a ton of experience with it, but the wow factor for me on those, I was like, so impressed. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's got knows form, where to pull video podcast, like yeah, that definitely play with that.
1: Check Yeah, that I forget out. what
2: the other one was called that I checked out. Um, do you remember, Justin? No, well, it doesn't I know matter. What you're it wasn't. About, it wasn't that good. But there was another like clip, clip like finder whatever tool. But I wasn't too exp- uh, impressed with that one. Um, yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask you after this question what you think the best tools for like creating clips and like just like those real content type type of videos are.
0: I, I I would say Opus clip is probably at the top of that list for me right now. Yeah. Even with the little bit that I played with it so far, like mm-hmm. you can know. edit. I know that was a feature. It's mm-hmm. something that prevented me from kind of getting into it in the first place. When I heard people playing around with it, they're like, it's, it's okay, but I wish you could tweak stuff and you can't like, you're kind of stuck. Like, The other tools that we were talking about, you're kind of stuck with what you get. Yeah. And now you have the ability to make adjustments. You can reframe your videos if it's kind of off Mm -hmm. frame. Um, Mm. Yeah. So it it doesn't take a whole lot to refine it. And it spits out like 10 clips. It'll give you kind of a score out of 100, like how likely they feel yeah, like it'll do exactly. on social media. I like exactly, that. Yeah. I don't know if that's, if it's real or if it's just like kind of <laughs> give you an ego boost, but it's,
2: yeah. it does I don't know. Feel I haven't good. tried, but, but <laughs> I was wondering yeah. where they
1: got that number from. Like, how do they, how do they know?
2: <laughs> and what would but, be the other tool? So, sorry, you oh, finished yeah. first.
0: I, I was going to say it, what was really cool about Opus clip was the hooks that it pulled out. Like the, the initial right. like line that I had said in the video was right. like in the middle of a sentence. And me going back through and manually trying to pull out these clips, I never would have thought to start in the middle like it did. I, and it was like, mm-hmm. it was such a good hook. And I was like, holy crap. Like, I wish I had the the mind to pick that out when I'm listening to it, but I never would have. Yeah. I would have started at the beginning yeah. of a sentence, probably been really boring. Right. And no one would have stick, stuck around and listened to the <laughs> the video. Right. But yeah. It, it's, yeah, that one. Very impressed. <laughs> now the the last one you were asking about is this one is not AI, and they're very adamant that they are not AI. It's algorithms okay. that they use. It's called okay. Timebolt, um, okay. timebolt.io. Oh, oh. Okay, it's a it's more video focused, so like video podcasters, like this could be huge. But it essentially, it's a software that actually download the software it's not web based or anything like that. Okay. You can load in your video clip or your audio clip and it will automatically cut that video for you. And uh, it's very precise cuts. Cut I, like seen, what
1: like the start and the end you mean or like cut where
0: cut in between any of the dead space. You basically set the parameters. Oh,
1: I see what you mean. Okay. You, mm-hmm. you set like okay. what
0: constitutes a silence, what constitutes an audio piece mm-hmm. and then it'll go through and it'll essentially show you on a timeline like red is cut out green is still in there mm-hmm. and it, it does a really good job especially for like the short form content where like speed is everything like yes quick cuts of course. you're getting right to the point it does a really good job of getting right up to the front of that kind of waveform to make those videos smooth like flow really quickly that's cool um, mm, nice. versus something like descript in riverside where the video the text-based editing you're constantly going back and you're still like tweaking it and trying to tighten up all the different spaces and yeah. gaps and everything like yeah, definitely that to me, a
2: hundred percent.
0: If I didn't have that, I wouldn't have started our YouTube channel. Like our YouTube channel is very new. We like probably a month in only. And I was always scared of video just because of how long the editing process takes. And now I can whip out a, a 10 minute YouTube video in, a single day whereas it would take me probably a week or two to do before that
2: yeah i i know i used to do youtube and it was like like i used painful. to painful youtube like <laughs> nine years ago or something like yeah, that there was none years years of that stuff. it was freaking <laughs> awful the editing like it that's what made me stop honestly like i really liked the recording and everything else but not not the freaking editing it was like it was and, and i
0: like i liked the pretty in it up i like the the fun aspects of video yeah, editing. exactly. It was all the time spent getting it to the point where you can start having fun with right. the editing. Right. Yes, that exactly. The I was so burnt out by that that I won't even care anymore. I'm like I'm just going to
1: fucking publish it. Right? 100%. <laughs> yeah. there, 100%. there's another tool uh, like that, but it's not it doesn't include video yet, which is an unfortunate, but we also interviewed the founders of that which is called Resound, um and that's that's another one where it takes the audio file and then it gives you like like green for what like you said like there's options to cut things and it cuts up. it it also picks up like filler words and stuff and cuts Mm -hmm. those um that's another one i think like our fourth ever episode or our fifth episode was with the founder of that uh name's jacob bozarth he's a really cool dude oh yeah actually you know resonate recordings the production studio yeah yeah that's 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 his company Oh no, kidding! But he has yeah. another company that he started this this AI tool. So because yeah. they were using it internally because their code guy developed it, and then they decided that they were going to make it public. So yeah, and yeah. F-
2: what I remember is that basically it, it's different than other tools that allow you to cut audio because it doesn't use a transcript, like it doesn't use the a text, but it mm-hmm. actually like uses the audio, right? right? Like it listens to the audio.
1: Yeah, totally. Which
2: other other softwares will transcribe it and then make the cuts according to the text that the transcription gave them instead of the right. audio. So that's the difference.
0: So okay, that that is how Timebolt works as well. I oh, okay. I have not heard of Resound. Yeah, that, That's what kind of drew me towards that because yeah. I even after I would run it through like a Descript or something and do the text editing. Mm-hmm. I was still editing it anyway, so I might as well not even run it through Descript in the first exactly, place. Exactly, <laughs>
2: exactly. That's that's what it is. Descript does you, that as well. Like you guys are it giving me
0: homework before. now. I got
1: AI yeah. tools, so I got to go. Right. I'm you, sorry.
2: <laughs> another one that I want to ask, have you tried Veed?
1: Veed.io.
0: Oh, man, did I use it? I've, I've looked into it. I don't know if I've actually used Use it. That. It
1: does like the stock just, footage too. Like it, it, it helps you, f- like you search up pool and it'll give you like 80 picture, like videos of pools that you can put in. Or, you you know can do like, like
2: those, you know, with the little inserts okay. of whatever you're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. So I,
0: I haven't used that one. I used, it was called InVideo. And yeah, we looked at that like, one too. I looked at that one as well. They are very similar. Um, yeah. I've been playing with that. I'm so like, in my mind, I'm so used to Adobe. They do everything in Premiere. Right. So they completely change up the process of editing, which maybe if you're starting there, it's easier, but I can't wrap my head around
1: it. Right. We just actually switched our video editor from Premiere to this um, because we wanted to use something that, like, anybody within the business could use, like, really easily, just Mm -hmm. in case Mm -hmm. there was, like, an assistant who needed to make something or something like that. Like, I just don't like the idea of having something, like, gate-kept in the business by someone's, like, own computer that they have like a download that they have on there i'd rather have like anybody be able to use it or like i want to hop in and use it or something like that that's why mm-hmm. we hopped away f- that's why we moved away from Premier yeah he's still using thing. both
2: though i think but yeah, yeah but now
1: now we can make a clip if if there's something from this episode yeah, exactly. i'm like oh you know what i really want 100%. that like right now like i could go and clip that you know what i mean so
2: uh, what i think would be cool though i think this would work really well with what you just said nick like the t- the time bolt thing as well to make the clip faster and get anything out of there. Yeah. You know, I think that would be great to use beforehand and then use whatever comes out of mm. there.
0: And that, that's exactly what I do. I basically okay. get it to the yeah. point of being able to like make pretty because, because Timebolt doesn't let you do like, you can't add text on the screen or do anything like that. It's oh, literally okay. just like chopping down the video footage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you pull it into something like Premiere or Final Cut Pro or Camtasia, wherever you want to edit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you can kind of play and have fun with it at that point. Yeah. Um, but one of the, the cool things with that, like actually two of them, you can place markers in your timeline as you're editing it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you can label those markers, and you can actually export all of those markers as chapters that you copy and paste into YouTube right. or Buzzsprout or wherever you need chapters. And you're not having to go back through and listen. Okay, when did I say oh my this? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. now I found it. Okay, like that alone would probably take you a half hour or 45 minutes just for a, a single podcast episode. Definitely. And you can just do it in the yeah. process.
2: Definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the, I, what I've realized is that the, the way that the pot squeeze does the timestamps, the timestamping, actually, if I just copy-paste that into YouTube... It will actually create the captures on its like the the what is it called? Chapters on, on its yeah. own.
0: Chapters, yeah. Nice. Okay. Is yeah. that have have you compa- like are they pretty accurate?
1: Yes.
2: Uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's are. cool. Yeah. yeah. That was one thing like we've played with using chat GPT, like loading in a time stamped transcript mm-hmm. and saying like pull this information out based on the time codes, mm-hmm. which it's kind of gotta make guesses in between the time codes. Right. But There was always like a little bit of tweaking you had to do with Mm -hmm. the chapters, like it wasn't exactly right, so you always had to go and mess with it, but it would get you close at least. But that I mean if it's something you can copy and paste out of, like that's just that one process alone saves you so much time.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I saw that by accident. I had no idea. It just started happening. Yeah. It just started happening. I was looking, watching our own video on YouTube. I was like, "Oh, wait! It has all the those chapters." We have
1: chapters. Yeah, no, I didn't even remember <laughs> doing I don't know that. How did that yeah. work? And it helps a lot too. Like it's a good. Oh, feature. I use them
2: when I'm on YouTube, and especially because of the whole statistic on the drop off rate in YouTube videos. You need those things because people do not watch the whole thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I jump. I jump to the point I need, them i out. <laughs> <So>
1: that's <laughs> exactly. part
2: of the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm also it's, it's part of the problem. It's not like
2: podcasting because podcasting people really listen to the whole episode, but YouTube videos are like. Absolutely awful. After I think people usually listen to twelve percent of the whole thing. That's yeah, what I think the statistic. We had we had, we had Fatima yeah.
1: zadeon on. She's the CEO of Quill Inc. And um mm-hmm. she she said that podcasting has a ninety four percent listen through rate, whereas YouTube videos have. I think it was. I think it was something like 12% full, twelve percent full full watch rate. Um, yeah. So it's a highly engaged, although smaller than YouTube, it's yeah. a highly engaged me- medium. Yeah. And I mean,
0: YouTube at this point is, I, I can't remember if it's the number one or the number two platform for podcasts, like right? Yeah. podcast listeners.
2: Yeah. They go there. I, now. I preach that. I preach that to every single person because I'm like you, YouTube. Everybody has YouTube. Use yeah.
0: It. and But the problem is that it's so difficult. Like, yes, we were just talking about editing the video is yes. such yes. a pain. Of course. Yeah, so as a podcast, you're like, I already have to edit my podcast episode. I already yeah. have to do the show notes. I already have to create social media posts for all this stuff. Now you want me to do video on top of it? Yeah, I know. Like, it's not it's, a chance.
1: <laughs> we we uh we've the system that we use makes it easy. I will say that. Like I we're we have a YouTube channel that's like whatever, it's active because we, we're posting on there and I I don't even think about it. Like it just comes from no? this. This will be YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. But there's definitely ways that people could take it to the next step with a YouTube channel and make Mm -hmm. like different kind of content for the YouTube or, um, but having it on YouTube is better than not having it on YouTube at all and not having any kind of YouTube presence. A hundred percent. Yep.
2: And I mean,
0: all of these AI tools, like we're talking about in this episode, like this is why learning these tools and understanding them and even just playing with them, like take some of the pressure off and say that I have to use this for my podcast or use this for my business. Like go screw around. That's that's usually how I learn most of the stuff I'm learning is I'm like, runway is a fun one. Not to just keep throwing more at your listeners, but
1: no, totally. What's, what's runway. It is a,
0: so like chat GPT is like text to text generative AI. Yep. And -hmm. then you have something like dolly two, which is, Text to image. So you type yes. in text and it generates an image. Right. Runway takes it another step and allows you to do text to video. So you right. put in I've a little Right, I've heard prompt of that, yes. And it's, it's mind-blowing. Like, we could change, like, load a video from this clip, and mm-hmm. we could make all of us, like, uh, claymation characters. Like I saw that on your Instagram. Us. yeah. I saw yeah. that on your Instagram. So Crazy. there's that aspect of it. You can upload an image, just like a straight picture. And you can tell it how you want it to animate the picture and it'll go like I, I did. Yes, a,
2: I've seen a YouTube video on this.
0: I watched your Instagram Actually, video about that too, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I did that as well. Yeah. Um, it was like a a beach scene yeah. or like waves crashing or something like that. I, like, I generated the image with AI and then I put it in runway and I didn't even prompt it. I just put the image in and clicked the go button mm-hmm. and it recognized that it was waves and it made the waves look like they Insane. were rolling and crashing. And it's – and I, I honestly think – Tools like this could enable people who are afraid of getting on video. Like maybe yeah, they don't want to show their face on video, but they're like, so if I'm not going to show my face, I can't do video. Well, mm-hmm. we could turn you into a claymation and your claymation character could be on video or right. we create B-roll footage of like waves rolling or flying over a skyscraper or something like that while your yeah. podcast audio is playing. Exactly. It's, it's giving you content to post as video form. Yeah, it's going to hit a new audience because let's face it, not everyone listens to a podcast. 100%. Some people like to watch it. Yeah, you need the
1: content to go with your podcast. One hundred percent. Yeah,
0: like yeah. there's so many opportunities, and they're making it so easy. They're making it yeah. too easy for us to use, but too many people are afraid to use them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I think uh, I think that there's a lot of stuff in this episode that if somebody hasn't like gone into the AI like, rabbit hole for podcasting this will be super valuable. Oh my God. Um, yes. But the next thing would be um, where, so where do, where do you want people to to go? For instance, like I think the most valuable thing that I saw from any of your, all the work that you've done, I think the most valuable thing was that list that you have of like a hundred and what, 102, 103. Uh, I think, like
0: that. I think we're over definitely over 110, 120 at this point.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, wow. so it's just growing all the time of uh, of AI yeah. tools or podcasters. It's just like a massive list. So uh, we're gonna link that below. But I don't know, like where 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 do you want people to go to to find this work that you're doing?
0: Yeah, I mean to to the point on that list because I'm sure you're, when we said over a hundred people are like, what? Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna go sift through that. Yeah. Um, we we basically made it so you can filter based on like your need specifically. Yeah. So if if you need help with social media content, like click the little social media tab and it'll show you all the social media AI tools that you can kind of check out or video, like click the video tab. So we're not like just saying go sift through 120 different AI tools and good luck. Yeah. Have fun. Um, so there, there is that it's not as overwhelming as a hundred plus might sound. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've like you guys just mentioned two new ones. If you come up with new AI tools and things like that, like let us know because we yeah. want to keep, we want to make this like the ultimate resource. Yeah. So we're always playing always trying to grow it. Um, yeah. As far as where else to go, I mean, next gen podcasters, the, the, the hub, if you will, that's where you're mm-hmm. going to find everything. But we'll link but, your
1: Instagrams as well th- down there in the show. notes. Okay. Lines.
0: Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Because that's um, where that's, you can
1: see the stuff that we literally just talked about—the waves and the yep, little claymation. All that stuff we're, we're throwing on
0: there. Yeah, and if I mean, if you have audience members that are interested, not to keep throwing calls to action at, at the audience, <laughs> I know this is something you guys have probably brought up on your episode—is only have one call to action.
1: <laughs> they'll they'll um, click if they want. We'll we'll let them <laughs> we'll let them decide.
0: <laughs> we we do have a it's called mastering Chat GPT for podcasters and it's just an ebook it one kind of walks you through the process of how to create effective prompts so mm-hmm. you're not just kind of going in there asking for show notes pages and being disappointed when it starts telling you a story about fluffy the poodle that was walking down the street in new york city right um, so it'll it'll actually guide you through that process and then i mean i think we have probably over 100 prompts in there for podcasters specifically depending on if you want social media posts, if you want cool. show notes page specifically, like yeah, there's a ton of prompts that you can actually just copy and paste, plug into ChatGPT, and kind of run with. So mm-hmm. I can I can give you guys the link to that if you want to link sure. it as well. Um, Absolutely, yeah, for yeah, sure. I'd love to. We'll just drop all, a all bunch my... of
1: links down there and just let people go to town. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: in, in worst case, if that's too much, just shoot me a message on Instagram, and totally. I'll I'll help I'll help you
1: out. I'll guide cool. you where to go. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Amazing. Sweet. Well thanks a lot, Nick. You uh you're definitely even though you said you're not you're not like an expert on this, you're definitely an expert on this. <laughs> and uh it's been really cool. We yes, this is like an area that like I said, it's like scary, but it's also necessary because this is the way that the world works. We can't stop this ball, it's already rolling and it's gonna be a good um good thing to just get acclimated with everything now while it's still in its early stages so that you don't get like bombarded with everything later down the road and you're already mm-hmm. ten steps behind everybody else. So And you said that before. I think that's really valuable. Um, I mean, if
0: you think about it right now, it is still new. You have the opportunity to get ahead. Yes, you do. Yeah. This this is a prime, prime chance to give yourself a leg up over other people that you're like, man, they have a team of people. It's an Mm -hmm. unfair advantage that they have over me right now as an independent podcaster. Mm -hmm. Like, learn it because this gives you that competitive advantage to keep up with some of the bigger names out there. Yes. It gives you that ability.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely agree, man. That's that's great advice. And have a good rest of your day. We're gonna link everything below. And if if you have anything else to add, now say it or forever hold your peace Is that how they, is that how they say that? I have <laughs> that right? no idea. Speak now
0: or forever no hold idea. your peace.
1: Speak yeah. now or forever.
2: Yeah. No,
0: no. I, I just want to thank you guys for let me come on and it was so fun. Nerd out
1: with it you guys. Amazing. Like, this it's is so this fun. Is it. It's a good time like really it's a good time you <laughs> can tell great. everybody on this call is enjoying it that's like the beauty of of a good like guest slash guest to host match like it's just like <laughs> so easy and actually the next the last thing that i wanted to say was i think that if you're up for it like maybe i don't know 3 months down the road it'd be great to just bring you back on yeah. again and do a part 2 because i'm sure that you'll have found New things, or new things would have been made, or the beta list that you're on will have the things coming out, or whatever. Like, I'm sure that it'll yeah. change, and I would love oh, yeah, to talk love with this about, about this again with you. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm I'm totally game. And I can Sweet. already tell you that we've been getting a few sneak peeks on some of the stuff that's coming out and kind of keeping an eye on some of the stuff. And there's some pretty darn cool stuff happening. So,
1: I'm scared. I'm excited. Like, yeah. let me know, and I'll be there, man. Sweet. Awesome. Hey, thanks. Okay, thanks for your time, Nick. Have a good rest of your day. All right. Thanks, guys. Before you go, I'd like to mention two things. First of all, if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This really helps a ton. Second, if you want us to produce your podcasts or want to inquire about Podigy's services, or if you have any questions that you'd like to see answered on the show, please send us an email at ohmypod at podigypodcasts.com.